Welcome to the Art to Heart podcast, where we explore how finding your voice and expression can help your path and your purpose find you. My name is David Morin. I am your host. I am a former corporate guy turned poet, and uh, I'm just trying to figure out what it means to, to live a life as an artist. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the topic of being a highly sensitive person. And so I don't know if you've heard that actual term or not. But um, the other day, a friend of mine asked me to go share some poems with her high school class. Her high school class is. So I was there all day. And um, one of the poems that really spoke to me to take is a poem that I have called HSP. And I guess rather than kind of explaining it first, let me just show you the poem and then see if any of that resonates with you. (laughs) So this is called HSP. It took me almost 30 years to realize that I am a highly sensitive person. Allow me to explain. One, I feel other people's pain just by being around them. Two, I cry when I see other people cry, even if it's on TV. Three, I could feel love and joy beaming from people, especially at weddings. Four. I put some of that joy in my pocket, and it gave me a hug before going to bed. Five, I guess love really is in the air. Six, I've cried more tears of love in six months than in 29 years combined. Seven, my tears are more medicine than they are symptoms. Call me a healer. Eight, people have come to me for healing since the seventh grade. My friends used to call me Dr. Phil. Nine, I can't remember ever being asked if I needed healing. 10. I've cared about everyone's feelings more than my own for as long as I can remember. 11. People will take from you if you let them. But it doesn't mean they're evil. 12. I always carry umbrellas for other people's storms and hold it for them while I get drenched. 13. I once traded my son for someone's storm and left them my umbrella for shade. I didn't realize it until it started to pour. 14. Humans are made of mostly water. 15. When I'm lost at sea and in the middle of the ocean, everyone else's waves drown out my own. I don't cry for help until I'm underwater. 16. I take on people's depression. I'll make it my own if it gives them a smile. 17. Sometimes I mistake other people's happiness as my own. It makes me wonder how authentic I've been with myself my entire life. 18. I'm learning to recognize my own sun and my own clouds. 19. I feel like I'm meeting myself for the first time. 20. Hi. I'm David. Thank you so much for letting me share that. Um, for letting me share it. I wanted to share it myself. Ain't no one letting me do nothing. I'm <laughs> that's so that's, I guess that's a really good, uh, kind of segue. I mean, most highly sensitive people, because they are so attuned into their environment and to the emotions around them, uh, a lot of them tend to be people pleasers. And so they're always looking to make sure that everyone's happy in the room. And, um, <laughs> I I used to be a chronic people pleaser and sometimes I still am. And so 
it's just funny. This is my own podcast and I'm thanking you for letting me do it. And I know that it could just be polite, but at the same time, it's just like, dude, do what the hell you want. This is why I have, this is why I made this podcast. I don't have to like ask for permission. Anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting a little, uh, carried away there, but (laughs) so anyways, um, I shared this poem and we were so surprised by how many of the students really, really took it in. Um, the the cool thing is because I had numbers for each of the lines, movements, I think is, is what they're called. Um, it was really cool because all the students would be like, oh, I like number six. I like number seven. Nine and 12 for me, 13, one. And then some people just be like, um, honestly, all of them, all of them, every single one. And so it, it made me realize like, wow, this is really the poem I wish I would have known about when I was in high school. I wish I would have heard. And so it was really cool to be able to do that. It was, it was really cool to be able to see how so many people related to this. And, you know, it made me realize that um, we're absolutely not alone. I didn't know a lot of other highly sensitive people when I was in high school. Um, probably because no one even knew about that word. <laughs> I think right now a lot of a lot of the time empath is being thrown around, which is very similar. Um, but because I'm not an expert in this, I just kind of live with it and, and vaguely understand it. So I wanted to share some stuff from the expert herself. Her name is Elaine Aaron, Aaron, A-R-O-N. Um, and she literally wrote the book on what it means to be a highly sensitive person. And so if you think you might be a highly sensitive person, these are uh, some traits or some uh, characteristics. So to first to know that your trait is normal. It's found in 15 to 20% of the population. Too many to be a disorder but not enough to be well understood by the majority of those around you. Go figure. (laughs) Uh, It is innate. In fact, biologists have found it in over 100 species and probably many more, from fruit flies, birds, and fish to dogs, cats, horses, and primates. This trait reflects a certain type of survival strategy, being observant before acting. The brains of HSPs actually work a little differently than others. You are more aware than others of subtleties. This is mainly because your brain processes information and reflects on it more deeply. So even if you wear glasses, for example, you see more than others by noticing more. You are also more easily overwhelmed. If you notice everything, you are naturally going to be overstimulated when things are too intense, complex, chaotic, or novel for a long time. This trait is not a new discovery, but it has been misunderstood. Because HSPs prefer to look before entering new situations, they are often called shy. But shyness is learned, not innate. In fact, 30% of HSPs are extroverts, although the trait is often mislabeled as introversion. It has also been called inhibitedness, fearfulness, or neuroticism. Some HSPs behave in these ways, but it is not innate to do so and not the basic trait. And here's the last one. Sensitivity is valued differently in different cultures. In cultures where it is not valued, HSPs tend to have low self-esteem. They are told, don't be so sensitive, so that they feel abnormal. Ooh, I felt that one. Uh 
Yeah, I think it's safe to say North America, America is not where HSPs are valued. Um, especially males, you know, you have to be a man, don't show these emotions, um, you know. And so, and I think for the longest time, it took me so long to realize I was a highly sensitive person because I don't think I did ever let kind of my emotions show in that way. I just kind of bottled it all in and along with all my observations of people and, oh man, I'm kind of getting a little anxiety just thinking about what <laughs> life was like before I put all of this together. Um, anyways, I just wanted to bring some uh, some more volume and awareness to what it is to be a highly sensitive person, an HSP. Um, there is a test, a self-test that Elaine Aaron has on her website. Um, I'll put the link in the web in in the notes, but her website is hsperson.com, hsperson.com. But just in case anyone's wondering if this might be you, you're not sure, here are some kind of bullets she has that I wanted to share with you. Um, are you easily overwhelmed by such things as bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabrics, or sirens nearby? Do you get rattled when you have a lot to do in a short amount of time? Do you make a point of avoiding violent movies and TV shows? Do you need to withdraw during busy days into bed or a darkened room or some other place where you can have privacy and relief from the situation? Do you make it a high priority to arrange your life to avoid upsetting or, or overwhelming situations? Do you notice or enjoy delicate or fine scents, tastes, sounds, or works of art? Do you have a rich and complex inner life? When you were a child, did your parents or teachers see you as sensitive or shy? Um, that's uh, what I'll share from her website for now. Do check it out, hsperson.com. Um, I've read most of the book. I have a problem with finishing books for some reason. I'll start a bunch and never finish them. And that's something I'm working on. But that is a topic for another day. I hope some of this uh, resonated with you. Or maybe it might resonate with someone you know. Uh, this is a, a very real thing that people uh, deal with and deal with. I don't want to talk about it as if like it's a disorder or a, or a handicap or something like that. But um, it is something if, if you have this, if you are sensitive, but you don't know it, um, life can suck. <laughs> life would, would suck. You're always overwhelmed. It's full of anxiety. And so, yeah, share this with someone. Yeah, I think that's all I had for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you're enjoying. Let me know um, if you have any comments, suggestions, feedback. Um, please like, subscribe, review. Uh, I would really love to get this out there to more and more people. Uh, thank you all so much and have a great day.